0: Fred Ricciani and Scott Anderson. We are TSC News. We're here live on YouTube to recap WWE payback the D- payback pay per view. It is April thirtieth, two thousand and seventeen. We just witnessed the destruction of Roman Reigns for the most part, although I'm a little weary of what's coming next. Scott, what's going on, man? Not too much, Fred. Yourself. Doing okay. A bit of a long, busy weekend. I'm prepping for an upstate trip. Uh, I was going to grow up my beard a bit, but it got a little wild, and then I saw a pic of Jinder Mahal with his beard all jacked up with his veins, and I just said, I'm not worthy, so I had to trim it
1: up a bit. Apparently, some of the ladies like that look, so keep that in mind. Right, uh,
0: although I don't have the veins.
1: Uh, Well, you know, two out of three
0: ain't bad. That is true, and Braun the strowman in his second attempt to vanquish Roman Reigns, sort of, was successful. In what was nearly a squash match, Braun the Strowman pinned Roman Reigns clean in the main event to win the feud. For now. Presumably challenged Brock Lesnar for the title. For now. And he pinned Roman Reigns, took the steel steps, slammed him on Roman's chest, gave him a running power slam on the steps, Roman was bleeding from the mouth. I'm assuming it's that fake blood they kind of use with uh, Roman and Triple H, if you remember last year.
1: I where, do. yes. Yeah, where where
0: where, he, where he was caught on camera to, that uh Byron Saxton handed Roman like a blood packet or something because I mean let's let's face it, these guys aren't really allowed to gig, you know. I think if shareholders found that out, they'd huh. be a little weary. So hey, well, honestly, well,
1: Matt Hardy did, but we'll get to that.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, I'm I'm all for uh, fake blood. I'm all I'm, if anything to actually make this product look more real. While keeping it safer, I'm fine with it's better than having Brock Lesnar elbow you in the freaking head and, you know, maybe or maybe not giving you a concussion
1: like uh, Randy Orton back back. Randy Orton might want to wish he had that concussion right now, but that's a whole another subject as well.
0: Yeah, well, he might just not want to remember this this next month. Well, of his yeah, career. That's, yeah.
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so.
0: God. But we we will get to that. But yeah, afterwards they had Raw talk, and. Roman's saying he doesn't want an ambulance. He spits on the wall the, the blood, whether it's fake or real. I'm assuming it's fake. And then Braun tries to attack him at the ambulance, but Braun with pure rage runs through the door of the ambulance into a Did pile really? of boxes. Yeah. And then
1: Roman Oh, well, was that those home depot boxes? Yeah. Because they were just sitting there when Brady came back to the arena, and it was kind of awkward. Yeah, yeah, that's so I, what they I don't, were for. I shut my TV off. I, I didn't see this. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's what they were for. And so, um, yeah, afterwards, Roman hit Braun a couple times with the ambulance, and and he just kind of and I guess Braun like didn't cower away. He kind of backed away and just walked a bit, or just like came, went out of the camera shot. And Roman's just like, oh god, oh god, and he he was taped up. And I'll I'll say this for a guy that hasn't been a great babyface seller. More so, I think, because of the look with the vest and everything, as opposed to him being a bad wrestler. I got to say, Roman Reigns did a hell of a job tonight selling his injuries and, and putting yeah. over Braun Strowman. He did, yeah. And those guys also had another awesome match. Not as great as their fast lane match in a sense that, you know, this is more of a squash, but this was still an awesome match. A worthy main event of a pay per view. And payback, for the most part, I thought was actually a really good show outside of the horrendous, the useless, the <laughs> terrible. House of Horrors match, which should be called House of Horrendous, because it was just brutal. Yeah.
1: Match placement, I wasn't a fan of with the uh, what was it four title matches going on back to back to back to back, but other or three title matches, whatever it was. Other than that, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I mean, it kind of was what it was. It was a show, but it was decent. I thought. I mean, no a- storyline. There was well, there was one storyline that I guess will go on from this, but other than that, you know, it was kind of good matches, decent matches. I think, like I said, placement was iffy on some of them but uh yeah crowd was hot too i like the crowd though
0: because they were hot they crapped all all over the house of horrors match which i thought you know they should because it's just i mean seriously it was it was garbage it was a complete waste of time although the bright side is if you were in san jose that night if you were in attendance and you ate a bad bowl of chili and you had to you know go uh do your thing you had some time during that house of horrors match so i guess there's always a bright side to everything right
1: well, I think uh, doesn't California have legalized marijuana? So you know that might have helped as well. I, that, I I don't know if it helps with the stomach. I can't say. If, well, no, not with him. the stomach, but just enjoying that match <laughs> I get true. Actually, <laughs> you know? you're you're right about that. Although I don't that's know if it's allowed. Map, yeah. Although I don't know if it's
0: allowed in the arena, but you, you yeah, know. Yeah, because that's going to stop
1: people. You know. True. Yeah.
0: So, let's kick things off with the opener on the pre-show. We had Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson the Club, taking on. Big cast and Enzo Amore. This was a raw match. Enzo rolled up. Uh, and no, he Gallos, the the bigger and, guy, the smallest guy but, rolled up the biggest guy, which I found amusing. Yeah, yeah, and got the pin.
1: Yeah, nothing, nothing great. Uh, they did not use Enzo as a club as they usually do. Pardon the pun, <laughs> or not pardon the pun. Yeah. So he didn't get tossed around, uh, and he had a the uh, the dookie emoji on his backside pants, which was kind of awkward.
0: He's had that before, but it's, it's never yeah, less but awkward. It's yeah. just weird. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, if you guys would like us to answer any questions throughout this recap, it's a rapid recap tonight, feel free to just comment below on YouTube, tweet us at SportsCourier, Instagram at News, or Facebook.com slash the SportsCourier. And if you're watching and enjoying this, please feel free to click the like button, share this with all your friends, and if you haven't already, please subscribe. We had Miz TV with Finn Balor in his awesome leather jacket and popped collar like he's Kanye West in 2004. He came out. Uh, Miz made fun of him for being too small, for the Balor Club being stupid because all the people that are in the crowd are failures. They need to relate to a failure that is Finn Balor. And... Before, I was really feeling bad about, about Finn, right? Because he's had a concussion. He had the shoulder injury. But when Miz was reminding us that he won titles in Japan and Mexico, longest reigning NXT champion, and he won the Universal title within the first month in WWE, I thought, you know what? He's had some bad luck lately. But overall, that's one hell of a career. Yeah, it definitely is. Like when you think about it, I mean, the guy's in his mid-30s and he's already had a, a great career. And what I liked was that they acknowledged the fact that, hey, he wants his Universal title back. And he wants to challenge Brock Lesnar. I was really happy about that. Some people may say it's not believable for Finn Balor to face Brock Lesnar. Well, look, I'm one of those people. And you I'm are one honest. of those people. And I'm going to remind you over the last few months. Okay, You know what I'm going to do? This is what I'm going to do right now in, in real time. Here is what I'm going to do, Scott. All right. Okay. I'm going to okay. look at the list of champions. Mm-hmm. WWE champion. Yes. In the last year, we mm-hmm. had... Dean Ambrose, yes, a man that rarely wears pants and Randy Orton, and the guy that tries to sell you the funhouse and mission in the carnivals as your WWE champions.
1: Okay? Your current United States well, champion... Well, we had Kevin Owens as well. Your so. current
0: United States champion carries a list and wears sparkly spandex. And by the way, I'm not insulting any of these men. I'm just pointing this out. okay uh,
1: you're, well, you're form- has a light-up scarf.
0: Yeah. Your former U.S. champion... Is a, is a chubby man with a beard? Okay, not
1: anymore. Well, I said, I said
0: I said former. Yeah, but he shaved the beard. Well, he well okay, he had the beard. So you know, I'm okay. just clarifying things. United Kingdom champion is Tyler Bate, who might he be cannot even height.
1: legally have a drink in the U.S. But you know exactly, well. exactly. So NFG champions Bobby Roode. True. True, but, uh, you know, he, he's kind of a... Uh, so you're saying these are kind of more fan. average guys. Is that what you're getting at no, here? No,
0: what I'm, what I'm trying to say is is that it's wrestling. And at the end of the day, it doesn't necessarily matter what a guy looks hey. like on the surface. It's how they're presented. I mean, Miz. Miz actually, in real life, probably has an awesome physique compared to the average person. And when you see him on Total Divas, sure. he actually looks really good. You know, but compared to, you know, Jinder Mahal, for example, or Randy Orton, you know, his physique sure. pales in comparison. But why did The Miz get over over the last you know year or so, outside of this now. recent stretch of jobbing and getting his ass kicked? Because he was presented well. And Finn Balor, at this time, is still undefeated on the main roster. He's still been relatively protected. He still looked good. It's kind of ridiculous he didn't wrestle on this pay-per-view. I mean, to be relegated to wow. a pre-show, that's kind of ridiculous. You know
1: what? Considering he's coming off that concussion, I know he's had a couple matches, but... Reality, he didn't do much with him. I'm actually, okay you know what? with that.
0: Make, that make, actually, you know what? Yeah, you're right. That makes sense. So thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah. But yeah, but for the most part, he's still relatively protected. And you know what? You got a random, obscurely named WWE Raw pay-per-view coming up in July in Dallas, <laughs> Texas, which is, set to, be the, which is set to be the site of Brock Lesnar's first title defense. And on one hand, I do think it should be Braun Strowman. But on the other hand, considering Roman Reigns was able to sort of fend off Braun Strowman on Raw Talk, based on what Jeremy is suggesting and predicting, which I think he's correct, which is a yet another match between Braun and Roman at Extreme Rules, where you better believe Roman's probably going to beat him at Extreme Rules. If that is the case, if that is the case, then it would make sense to do Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar. It would also make sense to do Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar to get it out of the way so you don't have that whole lingering thing of, okay. oh, why haven't they given Finn Balor's immediate title shot? Why did Finn Balor not so, get a title
1: shot? Now, so I, I, hold, hold. Yeah, but then yeah. you're basically just using Finn Balor as a stepping stone till SummerSlam because odds are he's not going to win. And they're going to go with Braun or Roman versus Brock at SummerSlam. Uh, so I, you're basically just putting Finn out there as a bridge, which isn't necessarily a good thing either.
0: True, but... Uh, you know, knowing Vince McMahon, would he use Braun as a bridge to Finn
1: versus Brock? Well, exactly. That's yeah. the whole point though. You you're you're kind of stuck either way. True,
0: true. I mean, look at this. Like, at the end of the day, Brock Lesnar's so believable that he could beat any superstar on the planet. So I'm not really worried about like there's no sh- put it this way, there's no shame in losing to Brock Lesnar. I just think it's how they're presented. Like, for example, mm. when Roman got his ass kicked at WrestleMania thirty one against Brock Lesnar, I thought that was a hell of a match, even before Seth cashed yeah. in. Yeah, no, it was. It was done very well. Yeah, and I thought it made Roman look really good. Whereas when Brock wrestled Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania 32 and, and Dean just got destroyed after one at five, that I thought made him look bad and kind of sunk him to, to a different level. So it, it really all depends. I mean, Finn sure. could lose. I, I'd try to avoid, you know, suplexing him too much and harming his shoulder. I mean, from that standpoint, I would do worry. But, I'd worry about Rain, but I worry about Randy Orton last year. Randy Orton's a much bigger guy. And that was before and, well, I knew we they see were- what happened
1: to him. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. And that was before when I before I knew they were gonna do the stupid shoot elbows thing. And actually, didn't Randy come back from a shoulder injury or a neck injury? I think yeah. it was a neck injury.
1: Yeah, it was. It was an injury. Yeah. So. Yeah. It. I mean, you kind of. I mean, darned if you do, and darned if you don't, really. Yeah, I mean, look at
0: the end of the day, Brock Lesnar's a bigger star than almost everybody in the main roster right now. So. If if he beats these guys, I don't mind it too much. Again, it's just the pre- it's just a presentation for me to for them to just outright avoid Finn versus Brock. Uh, I'm not I'm not feeling that. So we'll we'll see.
1: We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we'll we'll get there. But it was nice for Finn to acknowledge that. Hey, you know, Brock Lesnar has my title. I'm not afraid of him, and I'm gonna go after him. So that 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 is good. Made it, made That's him look good. good. And afterwards, uh, Miz insulted him some more. Finn said. I'd normally kick your ass, but you're not worth it. And Miz, being the great Healy, he has got so cool. offended that he is not worthy of an ass kicking. So Finn. Well, yeah, he sling. said.
1: Well, Finn said that you know I'm not going to end this show like every other Miz TV with you getting your ass kicked. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so Finn uh, finally was like, "All right, you know what? Okay, hit a sling blade, hit a drop kick, and just posed, and
1: that was that." Well, you kind of feel bad for Miz getting his ass kicked like that in front of his wife, but you know. Yeah, I mean, he's, it is a, what it is.
0: he's a great heel. I really wish they'd protect him some more. I mean, my God. I mean, it's one thing to have himself for Finn. But to me, a guy like Dean Ambrose, who recently beat him up multiple times over and it, over. I don't, yeah, he was nowhere tonight. Wow. Yeah, and Dean Ambrose, to me, has lost so much momentum. And I think you and I have talked about it before. I feel like Dean, for whatever reason, is just lacking something in the ring. Now, far be it from me to call a guy lazy, right? I'm not, I'm not there every no, day. I mean, he I, goes I, through the hard, motions it's, it's and, all, you know, he does hard. wrestle. It's hard, you know. It's hard for me to believe that guys who's worked as hard as Dean Ambrose is lazy. But I think either he's banged up and he just works really light, or just something's missing. I don't know. Maybe he's not feeling his position. Maybe he tried to grab that brass ring and they gave it to Roman. I don't know what it is. Maybe he's just married to a beautiful woman and Renee Young, and he's got his money and he's just happy, and he doesn't want to get hurt. And look,
1: oh, i do I mean, not... 200 plus nights a year, how do you go full steam every night?
0: It's actually, tough, and, and, you know? Yeah, and you know what? When you bring... And Scott, this is why I love you and your fast facts, which you could catch every week on TSC News TV on MNN2, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. If I'm not mistaken, hasn't Dean wrestled the most matches out of any WWE superstar the last year or two? Like yeah, and he's Yeah,
1: and he's never been injured.
0: Yeah. That makes a lot more sense now. I mean, it's
1: gotta be tough, you know, you're basically, I mean, to a degree he carries the company and yet, you know, I mean, look, you know, they they gave him a title and, you know, that's all well and fine, but they give him, you know, cheesy lines on TV and, you know, it is what it is, I mean, you, you can't be hyped all the time and, you know, you went back to Brock Lesnar last year, I mean, he wanted to do things, Lesnar didn't, you saw that on that awkward Steve Austin podcast and, uh, I mean, really, ever since then, it's kind of gone downhill for him when you think about it. Yeah, I know. Like, it's like the curse of the Austin podcast. Yeah. Man. <sighs> but there's a rumor it could come back for one special person, so we'll see. That, that, wait, we'll wait. See. wait what, what do you mean? Yeah. The rumor is that they want The Undertaker to appear on it, and if they do, then the podcast will come back. Otherwise, we might not see it. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: We'll so, we'll, we'll, we'll see what yeah. happens there. Yes. We had the opener, which was Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho. This is a pretty good match. Yeah. I want to say it was a blowaway match, but it was a really good opener between be the match. two. And huh. the winner of this match would remain on SmackDown Live. Or, well, in the case of Jericho, he'd go to SmackDown Live. And, of course, the U.S. title was on the line. They did the spot earlier, which was the same as WrestleMania, where Kevin Owens literally got one finger on the bottom rope. Jericho was pissed smashed up Kevin Owens' hand, ended up locking in the Walls of Jericho again later, and believe it or not, Kevin Owens tapped out, and Chris Jericho became a two-time WWE (laughs) United
1: States champion. Nobody's tapped out to the Walls of Jericho in like eight years. That's what makes it kind of fun. Yeah, I I mean... He tapped out because his finger hurt. (laughs) Think about that. It was
0: awesome. And then afterwards, uh, Jericho went out of the ring, was celebrating with the fans of Jericho, and there's this little kid with a list. And this was awesome. And Jericho took his Sharpie, wrote KO on the list, hugged the kid, gave him a high five. This was such a cool moment.
1: Didn't he tell the kid you just made the list as well? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was awesome.
0: Yeah, that kid's going to have that memory for the rest of his life. So that was pretty damn awesome. We also had Neville versus Austin Aries. Good match for the Cruiserweight title. But a very, very crappy finish. Neville. Grabbed the ref, got DQ'd.
1: Lame. Just lame. Anything else you lame, got, Scott? But, well, lame, but it works as far as you know, keeping the title on Neville yeah. and keeping Aries chasing it because yeah. once Aries wins the title, that's it. I mean, there's nobody else at this point. This division is just, You're... unfortunately, it's garbage right now, and Damn. there is just nothing they can do with it. Damn. And now, you... now, hang on. Garbage, not in terms of wrestlers. You mean garbage in terms no. of characters. Yeah, I mean, look, the wrestling is good. The talent's good. It's just they don't do anything with it, you know? And uh, these guys are just – they're so talented, and yet Vince has them – I mean, it's basically just regular wrestling with guys who are 205 pounds and under. There's nothing special. I would agree outside of a couple of guys, but yeah, I think – Every now and then you see a move or two, and you're like, wow, this is awesome. But, you know, I mean – Look, nobody watches it on the network. The crowds at, you know, 10 o'clock at night, or depending on where they're filming, you know, nine, eight, seven, they're just not into it. You know, it's, and it's the same, like, what, seven or eight guys every week. That's the other issue. There's no depth at all. And, you know, you have Aries and Neville, and that's it. Then the drop off is there, unfortunately. And we've talked before about different guys like Grand Matalik and, you know where's he been, and and you know it's a jury now apparently isn't going to stay with the company, and he's back in Japan, and yeah, I mean they're just they're missing something. I don't know if they need to you know put you know Hideo Itami there, or you know even Finn Balor at this point, or somebody, but it, it's it's not good. And like I said, I mean it, once, you know Aries wins the title, then what what do you do? So you have to kind of prolong this as much as you can.
0: I think, all right, you know what? How about they just push these guys like the Cruiserweight Classic and just show video packages like they did in the Cruiserweight Classic before every match and just kind of do that and just let these guys wrestle. And I don't know. I think For
1: for the same reason that now Shinsuke Nakamura is called the artist on SmackDown. It's the same thing. As in you're saying it makes no sense. Right. You change up a character, you change up things just to do it, and it makes no sense. I agree. Let like, why not Aria let these Daivari? guys do this.
0: Like Arya Devari being a, being a rich guy, and all of a sudden Jinder Mahal is a rich guy again?
1: See, I actually think Arya Devari has like the best theme music in the, whole, in the whole WWE. I love that music. But yeah, it's just, it, it's dumb. You know, and these guys have no character. They just go out and do a couple moves and whatever. I mean, Jack Gallagher, what happened to that guy? You know, back a couple months ago, he was hot, and now he's just kind of like a guy. You know, Rich Swann, kind of there. TJ Perkins is like a heel who's kind of going to be played the fool. And, you know, Tony Nese and his abs are doing their thing. But, yeah, I mean. They need more smaller guys that can carry
0: themselves like the stars, like Aries and Neville can.
1: But they won't work. They're not they're not allowed to work that style it has to be the the wwe style and that's what's hurting that division these yeah. guys can do so i mean look neville and you know aries and all these guys can do so much more and they're just not allowed to do it
0: true but you know what i i do feel like that if the cruiserweight division wasn't around neville would be stuck you know oh no absolutely losing to Bo dallas and and aries would be getting his ass kicked like i feel like it's good it, in it, a way
1: for that but yeah yet,
0: the there's a double
1: it's a double-edged sword on one
0: hand it gives the guys like aries and and neville a spot a real spot and i feel like it also gives the opportunity for a lot of guys like jack Gallagher. who honestly i would have never seen in wwe a couple years ago and to and to lesser extent i I think it's helped pave the way for guys like tyler Bate and you know uh and all all these
1: dudes i mean even tj perkins you would never have seen him oh god i would have never expected him in
0: wwe when i interviewed him several years ago at the same at the same time I feel like a lot of the best wrestlers in the world right now, especially on the independents, the guys that WWE has their eye on, are a lot smaller than the guys of the past. Maybe not so much in terms of physique. I mean, some of them are, you know, have good physiques like Ricochet, but they're not tall guys.
1: No, they're and, very, and, you know,
0: under six one, under two twenty. Yeah. And considering one of the biggest stars WWE had, you know, locked into, and Daniel Bryan was only like five, is only like five eight, five nine, and by the standards of the cruiserweight division, would have been placed in this division. I mean, in in some ways, I would think that would discourage them from creating one in the first place. Even though I love the cruiserweight classic, just because, you know, if if a small guy like Daniel Bryan, in the eyes of Vince McMahon, can get over and sell merchandise (laughs) and everything like that, uh, uh, that then why wouldn't you just, you know, push the guy? It's weird. In a way, it holds you back from truly pushing the best guys because in any other promotion that's a little more open minded, that doesn't have a cruiserweight division, Austin Aries is a main eventer.
1: Yeah, I mean, why not just do what they do with NXT? Pre-tape it, do it like that on the network, let these guys, let Triple, I mean, I, I you know, we know Vince McMahon has his hands and everything, but let Triple H do what he did with the Cruiserweight Classic, and, and just let it, do it like that. Why does it have to be live? I mean, it, oh, no, it, man. just, you know, I mean, yeah. do it way, in a small venue and do it. By the way, JB
0: says that Grand Metallic is stuck on main
1: so, event, which, like, he has been watched. on main event, yeah. And he's doing the 200-seat the venue uh, NXT shirts. Mm. Better than nothing, yeah. I guess.
0: We I guess. had the Hardy Boys versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Decent match. Rough we, match. We, oof, My God. Somebody... Okay, I like Sheamus a lot. But somebody needs to tell this prick that it's a work.
1: Uh, that, that had to be... It's a work. I don't want to say an accident, but he... And like the, axi- have, like, like the accident where he gave Daniel something. Bryan his,
0: his career-ending concussion. Like the mm-hmm, accident mm-hmm. where he c- concussed some other dude in the past. He's been rough with a lot of guys. I mean, at the end of the day, if nobody says anything to him, it's whatever. And things happen in the ring. But Jesus, dude, you, mm-hmm. kick, a, you kick Jeff Hardy right in the face and he loses his tooth? Like, come on. Ugh. He's now broke anyway. In <laughs> more ways than one. So the Hardys <laughs> ended up winning the match. Uh and then and then Seamus and Cesaro would turn heel afterwards. I thought that was pretty awesome. They beat the hell out of the Hardy's, destroyed, I think it was Matt or Jeff's arm. Yes. Yeah. Uh yeah. Jeff's yeah. arm. Jeff's arm.
1: And yeah, that was cool, but Jesus, dude, just take it. It's a work. Now, have you seen the tweet she uh Seamus put out there? Yeah, that was great. Toothless yeah. and Broken. I like I like and that tweet. Matt Hardy uh replied. Oh, did he? Yes, he did. Uh, let me grab it here, and I will tell you what it says, unless somebody can beat me to it, because I'm just not that fast anymore in my old age <laughs> on the internet. But yeah, basically they're setting up the Burke and Hardy's angle. Nice. Um, I, I would assume this is supposed to be what the revival we're supposed to do until, you know. Uh, Dash broke his jaw. So
0: yeah, which another guy, and, I, and God bless with Tommy. I'm a big fan of his, and I know he's been the victim of some botched yeah. moves too. Oh, there it but is. Jesus, Christmas, dude! Like, take it easy. Yeah. Kick, anyway, yeah. didn't he? did he kick Dash right in the face? And that's I like, right so, in the yeah. jaw, and that's what broke it.
1: Yeah. Matt oh. Hardy's reply was, "You obsolete heteroics have no idea what you've done." So here we go. All right, here we go. Here I'm just saying,
0: go. I'm just saying, guys. Wrestling's a work. Like, just take it easy.
1: Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes in the heat of the moment, it happens.
0: Yeah, it just happens more often than not with a guy like Sheamus, unfortunately. Well, Bailey you know. versus Alexa Bliss for the women's title. Alexa Bliss rocking the old school NXT
1: Iron Man gear. Loved it. Good match, but bad placement on the card. This match should had not have gone on at nine o'clock when it did. Why? I just think it could have went on later, especially in Bailey's hometown. Oh. Which reminds me, since you know, I'm the guy of odd facts, I forgot to mention this in the uh, Cruiserweight match, but you do realize that at WrestleMania and at Payback, these guys, Neville and Aries, both went on at about 5.30 local time. So that's kind of just funny. That's a, that's a funny random fact, man. Yes, it is. So they had a
0: really good match. I thought this was the best match of Alexa Bliss's career by far. And re- really good match. Uh, Alexa Bliss was awesome as a heel. Bailey was selling very well. She had an immaculate tan. And yeah, the crowd was going nuts for the hometown girl Bailey in San Jose, California. But ultimately, it was Alexa Bliss using some heel tactics, but more so just getting some good luck in the context of the yeah. match to get the win because she launched Bailey into the post, which now has like that big LED thingy. Bailey hit head first, and then she hit a DDT and pinned her at one, two, three. I didn't like this only because. Bailey's well, in her hometown. She came off as a huge star. I know it's heel heat, but I feel like it's such cheap heel heat, and they do it so often with people in their hometowns that you know, if you do it too much, it just doesn't mean much. I mean, but I, it's I the way
1: they did it though, which yeah. made it—you know—it was clean, but it wasn't clean, and yeah, I don't know. It was know. okay.
0: It was all right. I mean, it was still cool. I'm happy for Alexa Bliss. She's a, she's a great character. She's much better on the mic than than Bailey and Sasha Banks. That's for sure.
1: Well, you know, you go back to the brand split. What would the odds have been that? You know, uh, Alexa Bliss is the first woman to hold both the SmackDown and Raw Women's titles. Cause she's been awesome. That's I mean, She's not great in the ring, but she's just
0: the other something intent, about her. Yeah, yeah the fa- the facial expressions, the heel mannerisms, the look, like everything it, it makes up for it. So she's she's been awesome so far, and I'm I'm happy for her. But the outfits. Yeah, yeah but I would, <laughs> but I would have preferred Bailey winning the winning the match, keeping the title, and maybe doing a loophole where Alexa like a barely you know a barely part of alexa's foot is underneath the rope you know just something that like you know can, alexa can bring in on monday that, that brings you it, 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 it looked
1: like a surprise finish because it was like the dd to the pin and everybody's yeah. like oh she won okay cool yeah So, I don't know. man all right we had oh my
0: god <laughs> go ahead randy orton versus bray way. wyatt in a house of horrors match this is filmed like a higher budget final deletion with the Hardys. All, all, only like maybe 5% worse. is good. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is like um, when you order something TV's on Amazon. Nightmare. Yeah. This is like Just, when you order something on like Amazon. It yeah. looks great. And then you get the box. And it looks like crap.
1: So th- This is also, I tweeted this out. This is what happens when you come up with an idea for a match. And then a week later, you take one of your main participants out. And you put them on a different show. And you still have to figure out how to do it. Because I think if they would have had until May at Backlash this could have been much, much better. Mm -hmm. And then when you announce the match has to end in the ring, it kind of is like, what? Like, why? It just doesn't really work. Yeah, and then the WWE
0: title was not on the line. Of course, Randy Orton did not have his title because Jinder Mahal attacked him last week and stole the title.
1: You know, for about 10 minutes, I forgot Orton was even the champion. Yeah. I totally forgot,
0: yeah. There's been a, a terrible title run so far. So yeah. so Randy's in an ambulance, or an ambulance, I'm sorry, in a limo, limo, although he might he might be in an ambulance now after hallucinating after what's happened to his career the last
1: uh, couple he was weeks. in a limo justice corporate cane.
0: Yeah, he had the corporate cane ensemble. he had
1: the the black slacks. He well, yeah, it, they were pads. jeans. but yeah, okay. yeah, yeah I thought they were slacks, but they were jeans. He had yeah, the elbow elbow pads, pads, yeah. he
0: was shirtless, mm-hmm. oiled up, and mm-hmm. then, and then he, he gets out of the car, the car drives away, he sees Bray in the house. Oh, my God. And what's hilarious is it's pitch black outside. <laughs> Keep in mind, this took place, what, like 9 o'clock local time? San Jose,
1: California. 9.30 six, local. Well, 6 p.m. local. Yeah, 6, 6 o'clock local time. Okay. Well, yeah.
0: it is still. It was still sunny in San Jose, California on West Coast
1: time when this match took place. You know, it, can I spoil it for people and tell them it was still sunny in Missouri where the house was when they filmed that? Like... My God, just horrible. Just just absolutely wow. terrible. These are the little details, Fred, that I think I've talked to you about years ago that WWE needs to pay attention to, and there's another little detail that I, I, I don't want to get to, but I will when the match gets to the arena in a little bit. All right, and here, here's, an, here's another thing, okay?
0: Have you ever seen True Detective? No. Okay, uh, I won't spoil it for you. The, it's, go the, right ahead, the, it's fine. Okay, the first season... Featured a boss battle. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. And to the best of my recollection, the big boss battle, which featured one of the scariest freaking characters I've ever seen in a series. I'm talking about season one. Season two was terrible. Huh? Uh, with, this was with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. It took place in the daylight. But the house itself was dark and scary and had like this scary basement. And it was just, it was it was insane. Anybody that's watched True Detective knows what I'm talking about. It was just a, just a ridiculously scary house. There's no reason why this couldn't have taken place during the daytime. <laughs> just have the house look like whatever.
1: Find an abandoned home. Make you know happy. what? They should, they should have just used the house Randy Orton burned down and did it there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really? Something.
0: So this was terrible. Uh, Just terrible. I don't I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, I, and, I think, uh, didn't, it, the, didn't the fridge say we're here on it?
1: It when, might have. They're brawling in the
0: on. kitchen. It was too well lit of a haunted house. That's for sure.
1: And then way, way too well after Randy gets the refrigerator dropped on him, Bray's outside and somehow, some way, Bray has the house lights changed from blue to red. red, so, you know, whatever. And then he
0: goes outside, goes to the limo, driver, take me to the arena.
1: I tell you what, it's a crappy limo service when the driver doesn't even open the door for you. Yeah. I, just I, I agree. <laughs> we had
0: so. Seth Rollins versus Samoa Joe. Really good match, not the great match you would expect. I feel like that's been kind of the story of a lot of Samojo's matches in NXT and on the main roster. He's still a great character, but I feel like a lot of his matches have been really, really good. I can't say there. I don't know if there's one that I could say was a great match. Can you? It is safe
1: the word to, to use? Kind of.
0: No, because you can have a safe, great match. I don't know what it. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just the age or whatever. And again, he's still a great performer. Maybe it's just the WWE style Maybe. that we were he's, talking about with the cruiserweights. You know. True. Yeah, he's still getting the job done. But I, you know,
1: there's. He's kind of just a guy. That's the problem. Like, I don't think he's just a guy. I think he. I think fans. He, react he's not to him. what he is. Well, the fans react to him, but like, I, I don't know. Like something's missing.
0: Yeah, maybe it's just a different setting. I mean, you look at... How many times mm-hmm. did he wrestle Nakamura? Did him and Nakamura ever have a great match? And you would think they, those guys would have had but, a killer they, match. Like They New were Japan.
1: good matches. I mean, they were, you know, three, four-star matches, I guess, but nothing over the top. Yeah.
0: Whereas at least, like, Bobby Roode and Nakamura, I think, had that great match in the last TakeOver. I thought that was an excellent match.
1: Maybe Joe and... uh, uh no... I don't know. It's, yeah. just
0: weird. it's just weird. Again, it's nothing against his work. I don't think he's, you know, I I did think in NXT though he was noticeably slower, and it might just again it might just be all the injuries and age and everything else. But when he got on the main roster, he's definitely had more fire since being on the main roster. I don't know. Maybe maybe safe safer style. I'm not I'm not sure, but uh, I feel like he never got to that gear that you would expect, like the old Samoa Joe. But then again, yeah, maybe the, maybe the old Samoa Joe is now just old Samoa Joe and. At the end of the day, old Samoa Joe is still better than most of the roster.
1: Or could it be that you know old Samoa Joe almost you know cost Seth Rollins another year of his life, and uh, he had to tone it down? Maybe. True. That that is true. I mean, you know, you don't know. Yeah. So anyway, good match. Uh, Joe dominated
0: for a while, locked in the Kikina Clutch. Seth Rollins reversed and got the pin. Joe looked shocked. Not bad it, at it, all. Uh, the The only thing I don't like with the Seth Rollins matches is that he keeps, quote-unquote, injuring his knee. I was just going to say that, too. And, is and it time that sti- we stop that? And yet he yeah, he still has to get his moves in.
1: Like, what a stupid baby face.
0: I injured my knee, so I'm going to go for a frog splash where I land on my knee.
1: Yeah, and it's been a month now after Mania. Like, do we have to keep talking about it? It just, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I hope
0: they move on from this. And and Seth Rollins, another guy that could challenge Brock Lesnar next. In July. Mm -hmm. Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton Part two. This was, like, completely useless. Orton shows up. They they had a brawl. Uh, Bray, like, entered the ring first. And when the lights came on, uh, Randy was behind him. Uh, I actually thought that was kind of cool. That was kind of cool, but it was nothing. I mean... It was nothing they brought outside for a bit. Uh, the Singh brothers, a.k.a. the Bollywood boys, uh, Jinder Mahal's stablemates, came out, attacked Orton, got beat up, and then Jinder uh, c- came in with his immaculate wardrobe, hit Orton not once but twice uh, with the belt that he stole, and then Bray hit a very sloppy-looking Sister Abigail, got the pin, one, two, three. Crowd just shrugged. Mm-hmm. I think I heard some people in the crowd say, thank you, Jinder.
1: Yes, they did. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Jinder
0: Mahal, for the first time in his career, got a real, genuine reaction that was of positive note. And yeah, they, they walked off and he raised the title. And I'm kind of liking this new swagger of Jinder Mahal. I think you and I talked about it before, uh, maybe off air. I, th- I really like his swagger. I, I just can't help but think that this is the same guy who also was a jobber. Over the last year, I can't, I can't get over that. I wish, I, I wish they would bring him up slowly. I wish he would have won like the U.S. title or something. I feel like if they gave him a winning streak and squat and had him squash a few geeks, that he would really get to the point where he'd be over enough to at least challenge for the
1: title. And instead, I feel like this. Well, they kind of believable with some, with, you know, the Bollywood boys there. But yeah, I mean, I think, I
0: think what they should do is just maybe I don't I get know. It, like, but I, I think that you know what I think they need to do. I think they need to at least do some type of inter- sit-down interview with him and ask him, like, what's changed? And in storyline, I think his character needs to say, you know, when I was almost winning the Andre Battle Royal and when I nearly beat Finn Bauer on Raw, it, it reminded me that I still have the ability to, mm-hmm. to be the best in this, in this company. And yes, I've had some bad luck. Yes, my head wasn't in the game, but I'm focused, I'm ready, and the fact that SmackDown, you know, thought enough of me to, to bring me here, I'm going to make the most out of this opportunity. That's all he has to say.
1: Well, they have four weeks to do it. Yeah. You would assume they're going to do it. Uh, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, the House of Horrors and Bray Wyatt was just a bridge to Jinder Mahal, which, fine, whatever. Um, we'll, uh, we'll see. I mean, look, I, yeah. look
0: I, I get a lot of Indian fans uh, that watch our show here, and a lot of them have sure. said you know, they're really happy for Jinder. And look, I'm happy for him, too. Guy worked hard, did his thing. I've never been the biggest fan of him, but he's taking this opportunity. He's running with it. But...
1: He's got his work cut out for him. Randy Orton's got his work cut out for him, you know? Well, you assume they'll have a couple of house show matches just to kind of warm up and see where they're at? Yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, Jinder did have a match with Cesaro a couple months ago that wasn't that good, and it's almost impossible to have a bad Cesaro match.
1: Yeah, but he had a couple matches with Finn on the house shows too, so. Yeah. And I don't think they were horrible from, you know. Yeah. We'll see. We we will, we will we'll see. see. We and go well, on. Let me get to my yeah. last attention to detail that oh, I really God. don't want to mention. But it is. It look. It is what it is, Fred. All right. Say what you want. I I, I know that I have somebody that's going to tweet me this, but whatever. Look, Randy Orton did not have the exact same outfit on in the House of Horrors as he did in the ring. I'll just keep it at that. It's a little thin. Look, I pay attention to detail, and that's a detail. I'm sorry, it is. He he somehow miraculously changed his underwear from the time he was in the house till now. It is what it is. It's a detail, whatever. But let's just, you know, move on. I'm just saying. He did. Say what you want about me, but he changed its details. And it does matter in the end, you know, when you can't detail everything up correctly. That's all I'm saying. And you know, also Randy Orton probably should have had some marks on him from like a freaking refrigerator falling on him. Didn't he have? I thought he had some like little like like I didn't notice anything. On him. I, on I noticed him.
0: he was a little red in the chest. I don't know.
1: But, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Moving on. moving
0: on. Moving on. And then of course we had our main event where Braun the Strowman attacked Roman, beat the hell out of him. Uh, it was a really good match. And For Braun. Yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards, you know, they had the deal on Raw Talk and.
1: Oh, real quick, did you that? notice that when Roman was being helped out of the ring at the end of the match, people were chanting, You deserve it?
0: Oh, yeah, God, yes, I did. Poor Roman. I don't think people should. I, I don't, uh, man, I, I don't think people should be chanting, You deserve
1: it at a babyface that just got his ass handed well, to him. Thankfully, at least Corey Graves did not go, Roman got buried in this match, because that would have been horrible considering what happened to his brother just two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, let's give WWE some credit for that.
0: Some credit for avoiding poor wording? They should...
1: Yes, again. Uh, yeah. But I think they should bar. have had Roman on the stretcher, and Braun should have tossed him off the uh, stage again. That would have been awesome.
0: That would have been awesome. Maybe he'll do but... it tomorrow night.
1: So, on the good side, they keep Braun strong. Roman loses, and I hate to say thank God, but thank God they didn't have him win being beat up like that. And, uh, yeah, you know, we'll move on. So.
0: I think Braun should challenge Brock Lesnar for the title, and I would actually like to see Braun beat Brock Lesnar for the title. You could always. I think do it re- would have been better if
1: Goldberg didn't beat Brock back in November. If it was but, Braun. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, just because like you know Braun could destroy Brock, and it would have been awesome. But now you can't have Brock get destroyed by Braun and by Bill Goldberg. No, because I because... get
0: destroyed. You just do a battle of behemoths, and just you know something has to give, know, and Braun but... just beats him, and then you do a rematch, and that's it. Honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that at all. And I think, honestly, if Braun beats Goldberg... I'm not Gold. sorry. If he beats Brock Lesnar, I think that'll mean more when Roman Reigns eventually beats him. Who? Beats Brock? Uh, Beats, uh, beats Strome, I
1: mean. Nah, maybe. I don't think WWE knows what to do. I think they should have had Brock come out and do something. Somebody should have came out. But it you was know was what, though? They're, they're
0: presumably going to hold off Roman versus Brock until WrestleMania, so I don't see them... Touching uh, for a long time, my friend.
1: I know, but that's yeah. I don't
0: know. And look, Brock's got enough challengers right now lined up that he'd stay away from Roman. You got yeah, Braun. he has two challengers you lined Braun, up. That's funny Finn. Until Braun, Finn, Seth, maybe Samoa Joe. Not
1: Seth. No.
0: Why? It's I don't know. It just we already saw it. It didn't work. Yeah, but that was a different dynamic. But you know, you, you, sure. you could you still do it. Um, yeah, Braun, Seth, Finn. And
1: and Joe, that's plenty. No, WWE, probably somehow Sami Zayn. Why not? Sami I know Zayn's he's on SmackDown, same. but, you know, whatever. It's WWE, like, it matters. Jinder not- Mahal's on SmackDown. He showed up tonight. You're just grumpy, Sky. You're in a grumpy mood tonight. I am very... I, look, I was busting my ass all weekend. I picked the wrong weekend to go to my parents and finish putting a roof on the, their shed. I, I, it was not a good weekend for that i am very tired i have not i'm just very tired i'll sleep all right all right <laughs> no cool. i'm just saying like i don't know like to me seth and brock like, i don't know like brock is such a polarizing figure that it just i know it's not so long it's not it doesn't have to be believable and this and that but i just i don't know it's something about it like this is the the one time I agree with Vincent McMahon where oh the big guy needs to go against the big guy like it just doesn't work otherwise. But then, but with that said, if you have Braun Strowman beat Brock, then in theory, who the hell is going to beat him? Because it's not going to be Finn Balor if he couldn't beat Brock. So oh
0: no, I, I mean, I know. think well no, I think you could do a deal where Braun Strowman and Brock trade the title, you and I think? you keep them busy for a little bit, and I think that'd be cool, and it would give it yeah. give Braun some credibility, and and then you know eventually he can. Lose to Roman, uh, you know, lose to Roman before, like, WrestleMania or something, and Roman Reigns can go on and challenge
1: Brock? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I guess it's just that whole, like, you built Brock up to be this monster mega guy, and, like, I don't know. Just, and he loses to a guy who's also a big monster and mega look, guy. I'm a, big Finn, I'm a big Finn Balor fan, don't get me wrong, and, and you know, and all that. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. The way they put, use Brock, it just, I don't know how it would work. Like it's just, it has to be somewhat believable, and to me, that just can't be believable. I don't well, know why, and well, I, I hate to say it, but it. Well, you know what? I can't buy it. it.
0: Well, I think that's also the problem with the booking overall, because that's so much sure. in regards to Finn. But everybody else, they've really only protected one or two guys over the last year that are full time, and that's Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. And everybody else has kind of been there. I mean, AJ to an extent was also protected. Yeah. Um. You know. I mean. Okay, a couple guys here and there, but not. There's, you know, they still have their moments where they do some head scratching decisions. Like, for example, Baron Corbin, they sort of protect him, but he's still, Baron Corbin still lost clean, you know, every now and then. And to me, it's like if Baron Corbin eliminated Braun Strowman at the Royal Rumble, he should have stayed undefeated for a while and won the IC title already. That would have made sense. You know, instead, he just loses to Ambrose and loses here and loses there. And I'm not the biggest Baron Corbin fan, but I'm just saying, I mean, he eliminated Braun Strowman from the Rumble. Yeah.
1: Oh, well. It just—it doesn't make sense. That's—and that's what I mean. Maybe that's the issue. Like, they're not doing anything to make it believable. And, and you know, I—I I just can't see the build-up to where you know one week Brock gets the upper hand, and the next week Finn gets the upper hand. It well, maybe just, you don't need to do that. Maybe just call it what it is. But that's—but just... it's WWE. That's what they do. It's—it's it's not about, you know, they don't need to. Of course, they don't need to. But that's what they're gonna do. You know, did you really need to put? Roman Reigns in an ambulance and have Braun Strowman flip it over? No, but that was awesome. it's what they do. Oh, no, absolutely. That was great. But do you need to do it to build up that match? No, but that's what they do. They do these dumb things but to that was build up dumb. things. That was awesome. No, that was awesome. But I'm saying in okay, general. Okay, okay you know what was dumb? You know what dumb? dumb? You know what was dumb?
0: A dumpster match where Braun loses right before the pay-per-view main event and then
1: throws Kalisto three feet over. Okay. Well, keep, keep in mind that when the Big Show lost to Cody Rhodes in a table match, it was kind of the same thing where you put a foot through the table and lost. Yeah. So,
0: true, but it wasn't yeah. right before a pay-per-view main event.
1: No, but it was for a title.
0: True, that is true. All right, well, let's get some comments before we get on out of here because uh, I think I think you and I both need some sleep. <laughs> Skydoll Sky says, what matches should I go out of my way to watch? Uh, main event was good. Bailey versus Alexa Bliss was good. Jericho Owens was pretty good um Joe, I mean, it was a perfectly fine show to watch. I, I think it was a yeah. decent show to watch. Just skip the, you could skip House of Horrors because it
1: was just horrible. Actually, you might want to watch that. I don't know, maybe she she likes some things that not everybody always likes. So yeah, that's my buddy. But you know, truth be told, <laughs> uh Zip Away asks, what do you guys think about the Vince McMahon movie and the script that has
0: leaked out? Which I did not see in the script. Uh, I saw some some tweets from I think it was like Court Bauer and then. Dave Span was tweeting some <laughs> screenshots of the script, or at nice. least, like I guess, like the initial script. And all I got to say is that it included Hulk Hogan and Linda McMahon being portrayed in certain lights that I don't think they'd want to be portrayed in. Which, by Ocean. the way, Vince McMahon has final approval of the script or any kind of say, I mean, that's going to be changing, let's face it. I mean, you're not going to have the head of the Small Business Administration currently in this country uh be in a movie where she says the phrase butt stuff. And if you don't know what <laughs> and if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm serious. That was an actual tweet from David Bixenspan wow. of that script. I kid you not.
1: But stuff. Yes. Who who is she talking about? Apparently yeah, that's, that's she, this was day. a
0: scene where she's talk comparing Bob Backlund to Hulk Hogan and she said that Hulk Hogan that Bob Backlund is not like I guess I'm paraphrasing here, is not attracted uh, is not the type of guy that women want. Whereas Hulk Hogan, you'd want to try stuff with him. Like ah,
1: gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Y- you know the sad part is you could probably see Linda saying that back in her day in a random conversation. I no know,
0: disrespect at do, all. I, I, but I don't.
1: I don't know about that, but I'm. I'm not. I, whatever. I'm not. Look, you've seen what Vince McMahon's sick mind has done in the past. I mean, yes, but Vince
0: McMahon's know. not the one protected by the Secret no, Service. I don't, I don't that, want to have to. That, this, that's so
1: odd, isn't it? Yeah, it is odd
0: as bizarre. It's Probably nonsensical, and I really don't want to be arrested right now. But uh, you the know, can service. we delete this?
1: And uh, yeah. like, like, like Sid Vicious once said, to Gino let, let's just do this again. Yeah,
0: we're live, <laughs> Sid. Yeah, we're live. Yeah. So. Exactly. Um, what I think about yeah. it, I think no actor is going to be able to do Vince McMahon justice. I think it should be like private parts with Howard Stern. Where it'll
1: probably be Vince McMahon being Vince McMahon. Yeah, McMahon. That,
0: that's what it should be. But since it's not
1: knowing Vince McMahon, it'll be John Cena.
0: Maybe, but you know what? I I just feel like it's going to be watered down, and it's going to be. It WWE eyes and uh, you know with WWE Studios involved. It, it's just, they're gonna make Vince McMahon look like the
1: most nicest you, guy and and bad guy. You know who's a great person to play him? Oh, I can't I can't think of his name. I know the actor, but I can't think of his name. Where's he at? Where's he? Where? where where's uh he all right, he was in the movie Sea You remember that movie? Toby McGuire? No, no, no. no. He was uh, the trainer. I dude, that movie's so old. I have no idea. He was he was in um oh he. Oh, I can't think of his name. I'd have to look it up. Let Just me. look up IMDB while I'm I'm doing comments. it well. Yeah, you keep... T- you, you know what? Let's plug uh, MNN, and, and I'll look it up. Okay. Um, okay, Jeremy Bauer says, Samoa Joe has to be one of the biggest examples
0: of Triple H needs to stay the F out of some guys' careers. I don't think so at all. I actually disagree. I mean, the guy's on the main roster. He did well in NXT. He stayed well in NXT for way too long, but honestly, he gave a good buffer uh, before the main roster in a sense that at least he got Samoa Joe... Over with the helped get Samojo over with the WWE audience, so that way when he got he got called up, you know Vince isn't like, goddamn, who's this pudgy guy? At least you know he's been in main events, he's been protected for the most part. I mean, this is literally his first loss since arriving on the main roster a couple months ago. I don't think it's that bad. I think if there's somebody that had a a bad run in with Triple H from a creative standpoint, it was
1: Curtis Axel. Whew. You know the, You said his first loss on the main roster. He's only had like what four matches. No, he's had more. I mean, he had. Has he? Few, couple couple with matches. Sami
0: Zayn and Jericho. Couple matches. with Jericho and Sami Zayn. A few tag. Ma- Actually, no, he did lose the tag match uh, uh, again uh,
1: the day after WrestleMania, but he wasn't pinned. Okay, the guy I was thinking of is uh, Chris Cooper. By the way. Okay, so. I have no idea who that is. You would. You would if you've seen a picture of him, trust me. Okay. Anyway.
0: Mr. Racer, ten twenty nine. Fred, are you gonna watch the Wall? Uh, I don't think so, but I think I'm going to watch Game of Thrones, which features the Wall. Uh, okay. Do you think LeVar Ball should be a heel on WWE Television? Yes, Alan. My Ooh. God, yes. Dude, you want to, Jeremy? You want to talk about a guy costing somebody's career? LeVar. For those that don't know, LeVar Ball is a failed former athlete who happens to be the father of some ridiculously talented kids in basketball, including a kid named Lonzo Ball, who played for uh, UCLA, who was uh, a top prospect. Is a top prospect. Yeah, yeah. expected to go uh, top 10 in the NBA draft, maybe number one. And for the last six months or so, this guy has been on every single major sports talk show just talking up his son, called him better than Steph Curry, Called him better, he, said, said he could beat Steph Curry. Um, if for those that don't know, aren't familiar with Steph Curry, he's like the, the John Cena or Roman Reigns of basketball right now. He, mean, he
1: also said that he, he himself could beat Michael Jordan in his prime. Yes, one on one.
0: He's just said yeah. some, just look up LeVar Ball. It's freak, it's ridiculous. He's a nut job. The guy's he, a nut He's ridiculous. Man. And these, he's kids, a heel, huh? and these yeah. kids being young, like they can't, I mean, they can't, I guess, like, you know, Levo, um, Lonzo could say, yo, dad. But then in a day, the kid's 19 years old. You know, 18, 19 years old. He, he idolizes his dad, and, but his dad is just going everywhere talking junk. And recently, Lonzo had the opportunity to get endorsement deals worth several millions of dollars with either Nike, Adidas, or Under Armour, which are the big players in, in sneakers. And they all rejected Lonzo because Lavar Ball wanted to promote his big baller brand and have a partnership.
1: LaVar Ball also said that he should be the first one with a billion-dollar shoe contract. And the reason he won't get it is because he's black. And that was actually his words. This
0: guy, I mean, this poor kid, he's, gonna go to, he's probably going to still be drafted in the NBA. He's probably still going to make several millions of dollars. But if he struggles, oh, my God. This, the rumor he, is I mean, he only
1: wants to play for—well, his dad only wants him to play for the Lakers. Oh, so. of course, of course. Yeah. And, and, if he, and
0: okay, and if he struggles in L.A. <laughs> under the, under that pressure, on top of his yeah. dad's pressure, my God, he's going he this kid, you know what? Sometimes you gotta just. This is a time where where the kid's gotta become a man and tell your oh. dad to shut the f up, or well, you, you gotta know, get an agent who's willing to tell his dad to shut the f up. Well, why? you know why is like this, right, Fred? Why? He played for the Jets. <laughs> so he has a false sense of bravado.
1: Exactly. I can say that. Yeah, you can.
0: And and yeah, so to answer your question, Alan, yes, LeVar Ball would be a phenomenal wrestling character. But he is an absolutely terrible, terrible, terrible public relations guy for his sons. I mean, terrible. He might be a great father at home. You know, God bless him. It seems like he's raised his kids very well. But he he himself, freaking clown. And I hope I never see him on my TV again
1: or in the news or anything else again. Unless it's a Al- WWE. Although, Alan, let me let me just tell you. You know who the biggest heel of the whole weekend was, Fred? Who? Drew Pearson.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. The,
1: the From the Dallas, NFL Draft. The Dallas Cowboys, great for
0: those that, that yes. didn't watch the NFL Draft. The Cowboys legend Joe Pearson, uh, or Drew Pearson, I'm sorry. Uh, came out there nice. in in front of the Philly crowd. The the NFL draft is in Philly. It was like Roman Reigns level heat after WrestleMania. Oh, so and, and of course it's the home of the Philadelphia Eagles. And this dude just cuts a scathing promo putting over the Dallas Cowboys in the heart of Philly Eagles country.
1: Calling him five time champ. Oh it, was, oh, it was it
0: was great. amazing. Look it up. That's a, that, now that is how every heel should should troll an audience. But, it was great. But,
1: but didn't Jesse Armstead come out then and try to do the same thing as uh, with the Giants and it didn't quite work. I mean yeah. he still got booed but it just no, wasn't Pearson as
0: good. Pearson was great. Pearson was just oh, my he God, was awesome. Yeah. He was like Miz with on the mic. He was awesome.
1: Look oh yeah. Phenomenal work we're right. right. so we, we you know, a little off topic there but I just want to mention that
0: Steel Empire says put both world titles on Orton did somebody jack Manpreet's uh, account and and these make another one because Manpreet's a resident <laughs> Randy Orton fan and only he would say that okay Mr. Racer says Fred I'm Indian and I don't want gender to win the title but you're also a huge Randy Orton fan so maybe you're the wrong person to ask
1: <laughs> it's not that gender. You, you gotta understand why they're doing this you know and I I think he does and I think everybody does it's a marketing, you know, reason. They're, you know, doing some things in India. A, it's such a lazy market. Yeah. It really is lazy, though. It's it's easy. But, again, it's India where it's it's just a different crowd, you know? I mean, these people look at the Great Khali like a god yeah, for but what okay, he did.
0: Okay, but Great Khali to a understand. lot of people
1: looks like a god. I mean, he's... You see the Great yeah,
0: Khali? There's a reason the Great Khali was over as he was, you know what I mean? It wasn't just, okay, he happens to be an Indian guy and he wrestles. Like, he's... He had something. He had a presence. Oh, absolutely. You know, he carried himself well. He was terrible in the ring, but he just... He was a freak athlete. He was a freak he, athlete at a freak... He was
1: an attraction.
0: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And at the end of the day, you got to have something. And whether it's your look or whatever, you got to have something. You know, you can't... Like Rory no, McDonald in UFC. Rory McDonald never became, and granted, Rory McDonald never, I think, won the big, big fight in order to be UFC's next Canadian star. But either way, he was put in a position multiple times, and he just never clicked with that UFC audience like George St. Pierre did. And people could say, well, George St. Pierre is too boring, and he's respectful, and he won by decision, and all this stuff. But George St. Pierre had a charisma about him. He had an it factor about him that frankly, much like Rory McDonald is now going to be fighting in Bellator, he did not. And so, you know, just because you, you know, you're trying to cater to another audience from another country, it's like Daddy be trying to push a guy in, from Mexico. And, and then they, or, and, and you know, in the case of Kalisto, I actually do think he could be their next big Mexican star. But yeah. you have to push him the right way. You have to bring them up. You can't just bury a guy for a while, flip the switch and say, oh, we're going to push this guy, and then blame it on the guy for not getting over. To me, it's like it goes both ways.
1: Well, he was former U.S. champion. I mean, so. Yeah, and
0: then what do they do with him after that? Exactly. But what are they gonna do? They're gonna find another Mexican guy that they're gonna try to WWE eyes and then they're gonna say, Oh, we just can't find the right Mexican guy. Well Well, in reality, there's plenty of talented Mexican wrestlers as such as the people they have on the roster right now that can get over with Latin America if you give them the opportunity and if you're willing to actually do some case studies, like they do the stupid social media numbers and that don't mean anything for their bottom line and blah 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 blah. Okay, why not actually do some real case studies about what latin american fans want okay about what's hot in india right now you know what's the scene in bollywood what's going on what's hot there right i mean something something uh, well, try well i try. don't think that, and they, you I know. think they are trying and when i say half-assed i'm not saying they're not going full steam with gender because they obviously are i'm saying half-assed in terms of planning okay if you want these regions and you want these people from different countries to respect you okay you gotta respect their time and you gotta respect their intelligence, okay? Some guys you can just flip the switch and okay, they had that factor all along and maybe they just weren't showcased. It's very
1: rare. Other times, you need to actually build the guy up a little bit. Just saying. Well, you know what I don't like is gender, you know, he's been back for like a year and all of a sudden now he starts to wear the turban again because WWE has to do that. They have to have the guy who hates America. Like, Which is just, stupid. Why can't he just and be an Indian a heel, guy, a and, bad Indian guy, a bad guy who's an Indian who just wants the title? Why can't yeah, and, they just yeah, do that?
0: And, and, what's, and, so, and, and how is am I supposed to hate a guy as a, as a Middle Eastern, South American man? An American, American, of course. How am I supposed to hate a man who promotes diversity? That's heel heat? Diversity? It
1: doesn't make sense.
0: Diversity is supposed to be heel heat now? Jesus Christmas. Oh, man. All right. Ugh. Anyway. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. I, I don't know where we go from there. I guess we'll answer one, a couple more questions. I got sure. carried away. Oh, but. Okay, in my opinion, Alexis matches the best for his career. Yep. And okay, we'll take one last question here. Dreamer, aka Sky, on Twitter says, Wait, Scott does fast facts? Well, I love you, Sky, but that tells me that you have not watched TSC News TV yet. Which is... Quite disappointing, and I'll have to mend my broken heart, but I'm sure you'll but, watch But
1: hold soon. on. I, I'll defend her. It is 6.30 in the morning where she's at. True, so. but, but, <laughs> but... But there's a but, yes. There, there's a but. She
0: every, can't watch it live. Every but. single episode of TSC News TV that airs is available on demand right here on this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the sports Now, for nobody that knows what I'm talking about, okay, recently I got some great news over the last month that TSC News was going to have a half-hour version of our podcast on Manhattan Television. It's on a network called Manhattan Neighborhood Network. It's on their lifestyle channel, MNN2. It airs all throughout northern New Jersey and the New York City area. If you're in that area and you want to catch the show, it's Thursdays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, if you want to watch it live but you don't get that channel in your area, that's okay. That's okay because you can log on to MNN.org or you can just download the live stream app and search MNN2, which Scott showed me how to do because he is, of course, very, very savvy. And for those wondering, it airs on files 34, RCN 83, and Time Warner slash Spectrum Cable channels 56 and 1996. But there's always a but. For people like Skydoll, who are awesome, who are in California, which obviously wouldn't get a network that's based in Manhattan, you can get this show for every single Friday morning, youtube.com slash the sports courier. We have a playlist right on our front page, TSC news TV on Manhattan neighborhood network. We've had six episodes so far. A lot of people say, Fred, why aren't you doing interviews anymore? Why aren't you doing some features anymore? Well, guess what? We brought some back. I just had Ring of Honor Wrestling's Ian Riccoboni, commentator for Ring of Honor. He was freaking awesome. We talked about the upcoming War of the Worlds pay-per-view in Manhattan that I'm going to be attending live on May 12th. I just had Paul Lazenby, a longtime guest of TSC News. For those that don't know, not only is he Steve Austin's professional stuntman, but he's worked with The Miz and the Marine Series. He worked with The Miz on Supernatural. He just appeared in Supergirl. He was in Deadpool. And he plays Marcus Phoenix in Gears of War 4. Like I said, I got you covered there. There's just been a a ton of guests. Of course, Scott, you're on the show every single week. (laughs) On video, too. Yes, on video. On video. If you want to see Scott on video... Doing his fast facts, you gotta check out TSC News, our TSC News TV show. We also had Will Ferrara of Ring of Honor on. We've had exclusive highlights of our interviews with Mick Foley, AJ Styles, Austin Aries, B. Severin, Mark Coleman, Rampage Jackson, King Mo. I mean, the list goes on and on. And this coming week, we're gonna have a boxing edition of TSC News. And how ironic, it just we're just coming off of that incredible ninety thousand seat <sharp inhale> event. 90,000 fans packing Wembley Stadium, Joshua versus Klitschko, down goes Klitschko. That was Scott, did you watch that fight? That was freaking awesome. I did. It, was, it was a
1: great it was the whole, you know, the heavyweight division's been down, but that was a great fight. And if they can somehow get Joshua versus my guy Deontay Wilder together, my God, that could be a, a battle. It was, yeah, it
0: was it was great. For those that say boxing's dead, I I laugh at you. But if you want to check out TSC News, this coming week, TSC News TV, I interview boxing legends Jerry Cooney, Ray Mercer, Fernando Vargas, and I talk to a longtime TSC News guest, Tony Schultz, who is the former sparring partner of Manny Pacquiao and Freddie Roach, who also was a former promoter with Golden Boy Promotions and Top Rank, which are you know the two top promotions there. He also came up on the circuit around the same time Floyd Mayweather did, who may be fighting Conor McGregor. We talk mm-hmm. about... Floyd versus Connor, the state of boxing, much, much more. So yes, to answer your question, TSC News is on TV. But if you don't get it in your area, it's available the next day for everybody right here, every Friday, youtube.com slash the sports courier. I'm going to say it again, youtube.com slash the sports every freaking Friday. And if I do say so myself, it is some of the best work I've done in my career. So if you guys enjoy my work, if you guys enjoy these recaps, I would appreciate it if you would check them out, like them, share them, do what you got to do. It's a half hour of awesomeness. And, yes, and yes, the bonus is you get Scott Anderson on camera. Anything else to add, Scott?
1: No, I, I appreciate that. All right. <laughs> it is de- no, look, in reality, it's definitely worth it. Check it out, please. You There's plenty of platforms to do it. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep doing it for you. Yeah, and
0: we'll also be uploading all the podcast versions of that show as well on soundcloud.com slash TSC News, which you can also get on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, you name it. Folks, we're going to get on out of here. I hope you enjoyed this show. If you did, please click the like button. Please share this with all your friends. Please don't forget to subscribe for more updates. We're not only going to have wrestling updates coming up, but boxing updates, MMA updates, obviously, of course, the NBA playoffs, all the fallout from the NFL draft. So, With that being said, until next time, as always, enjoy the matches.